Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. night in phoenix and you're listening to arizona's premier geek and nerd podcast it's the absolute geek podcast i'm matt i'm kyle i'm brian and tonight joining us as the az nerdcast month rolls on we're pleased to welcome anthony from read a comic book on the show hey Hello, guys anthony, how's it going good good happy to be on thanks for having me guys always happy to have you on uh, why don't you go ahead and we'll start off tonight by um, letting, giving you the floor and letting you explain to our audience exactly what you guys do over on Read a Comic Book. Uh, well, <laughs> what we started doing, uh, Paul and myself, uh, Paul couldn't be with us tonight. He's he's just had a baby. Um, we call uh-huh. him Baby Modoc. <laughs> we call him Baby Modoc Thunderstrike, and by we, I mean I. Uh, but we started wanting to like get people into reading comics. So, uh, we would find not nerds is what we called them. Uh, and then give them like a a novel or something to, to read and, and then get their takes. And then it just kind of evolved to Paul and I nerding out or making fun of TV shows or, uh, hate watching Gotham. Uh, so it's, it's, Kind of just us nerding out and, and talking about comic books and all things related with comics. Nice. So That's cool. You, now yeah, you get, it's super fun. So do you do more than comics on the show, like movies and TV shows? and? Yeah, yeah. We kind of reach out into all the realms. So like we just did an episode where we watched the 1990s Flash on the DC Universe app, uh, just getting ready for the CW Flash to come back. Um, like I said, we did a hate watch for Gotham, uh, but we do talk about like, uh, I, oh God, I hate, watch. I, I hate to watch you, but I'm going to keep doing it. I, I was committed at the beginning. I stood up for it and then it just got progressively bad. And then they introduced Joker, but not Joker. I, so it became a hate watch thing. I was pot committed at the time. I gotta know. Uh, I gotta know. Hmm. What do you think of Bane? Uh, you mean Bane from Santa Barbara instead of Santa Prisca? Uh, <laughs> I, I can we get one that's a little bit darker than khaki for once? I just, uh, oh god, I'm not excited for it I at thought, all. I thought it was more like uh, Bane who found a used Darth Vader Halloween costume at Goodwill and right? decided that it was it was time to to make a cosplay. It's like haircut? a doomsday prepper and a meth head had a weird baby. <laughs> right? But a super cool haircut. Okay, <laughs> sure. It, I feel like without the mask, it gets real flock of seagulls under there. Right? There's nothing wrong with flock of seagulls. Like well, that's the why there is cool. now. The picture they're showing, his body looks super deformed. Like he got like this huge upper body and then like the skinny waist and like legs. Like he definitely skipped. Oh, like, he's got a prison body. Yeah, pretty much. But you know, work on leg day, bro. Gotta work on leg day. It looks more like they made his body out of like uh, 
one of Henry Cavell's leftover Superman suits. <laughs> <laughs> it looks all real buff up top, and then you get to the waist, and it's like, oh, damn. Well, I guess the only good part of it is that this is the last season, right? So you don't have to go through it for much longer. I was a huge, huge fan of like you can ask Matt. I I, I was I was kind of like Anthony. I was a huge supporter of Gotham for like the first couple seasons. Like I always watched it. Oh yeah, and I loved it. And all of a sudden, it, like I think once around like the time when they were just doing all the villains, the whole the season of the villains. Oh yeah. I was like, I and I slowly started going. Yeah, it got harder to defend it. It really did. You're just like, it just gets rougher and rougher and rougher. And then all of a sudden, I was just like, fuck it. And I just took it off my recording, and it slowly just disappeared into oblivion. Yeah, I I leaned on the well. Ed Nigma's awesome excuse too long. I pulled up. <laughs> I, I defended that show on the entire first season, and after about season two, I bailed. That's fair. I couldn't, I, and, I couldn't anymore. And I was real excited about um, Cameron Monaghan becoming like as coming to the Joker because uh, I, I like him in Shameless. He's fucking awesome in Shameless. Yes. So I was like, great. And then it was like, I'm the Joker, but I'm not really the Joker. I was like, you've got to be fucking shitting me. I, I, I just here's the thing: Joker is. Joker is the win every time button when your when your ratings go down. You're like, oh, I need to boost it. Who do we put in? Joker. Like they put Joker all over the Suicide Squad movie, and he's in it for five minutes, and the movie's awful. Yes. They, well, that's because they had an awful actor playing an awful Joker. So they had well, a lot of awful going on with that movie. You can't blame Jared for all of that. I, I, I he takes part to blame. He does no wrong. Okay, you're adorable. I am. That's <laughs> yeah. what he tells me all the time. Yeah. Oh, okay. There it is. With his blue eyes. You ever watch you ever watch Conan O'Brien and you see that skit where he has like Arnold Schwarzenegger on and, and it's just somebody else's mouth like imposed over Arnold's mouth? Oh, and God, talking, that's that's what that's what Kyle does. He has a, a very a video of Jared Leto that he just superimposed his mouth on just saying what he wants him to hear well that is that is straight up nightmare fuel oh that is i only have him singing singing, uh 30 seconds to mars songs to me but not the new ones older ones (laughs) deep cuts bro yeah we're going back in the day frozen embryos (laughs) not quite that old a little bit a little bit past that Oh, did did this just devolve to this conversation? <laughs> Where you were when my soul life was being played on TV. Either born or not born. This, this show, nothing is off limits. We're going to go some places. If if nothing else, by the end of tonight's episode, you, you've been on a journey. You've, oh, you've no. been on a little bit of an adventure. Oh, I believe it. We do the same thing. I just didn't think we'd get here this quickly. Oh, we'd... We go straight for the jugular. There is no, we don't fucking kick around. We don't fuck around. We just get going. It's, I thought we'd work up to the Jared Leto history. There are no warm ups here. All right. Well, when you have such a Jared Leto historian as, as Kyle is, you can't, you can't <laughs> miss out on this opportunity. Oh. Well, I should have done more research on the man. <laughs> uh. 
<laughs> it should have been in all the seasons of my so-called life, and you've been all right. <laughs> I'm Climb, good. Climbing in the window. They should have. Too much to watch. I thought that was Dawson. Didn't Clarissa explain it all? Start the whole climbing in the window thing? You might be right. I thought so, yeah. That's how I thought he came in, yeah. You might be right. That's kind of creepy. (laughs) Climbing in windows? Yeah, it's always creepy. I would scare the shit out of me. I'd hit someone with a baseball bat. Get the fuck out of here, motherfucker. (laughs) Oh, no, sorry, Jared. You're all right. You can come in. No, he's dead now. You hit him with a baseball bat and shoved him out the window. Yeah. It's because of me he played a shitty Joker. Kyle, I got to know the stupid theme song play when Jared Little climbs in your window. You have a theme song for it? No, that's that's what happened Cliffs every time. Oh. Every time her friend Sam came in the window, it played some like stupid yeah. little theme song. Yeah, but I think Jared Leto is more of his Topanga than oh. anything else. So oh. maybe no music. There's Topanga, no Topanga didn't dead. need music. <laughs> All carried, that hair. She carried it herself. She didn't need shit. <laughs> she didn't climb. She floated into that window. <laughs> I think she floated into a lot of people's tissues, too. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, you really went there, didn't you? My, th- I... <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna say something, but no. Now you gotta say it, yeah. Brian. I, I was gonna say socks. That too. Hey, yeah. hey man, everybody has their jars. Yes. Yes. So, anything fun <laughs> happening in the comic world? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, to get back on track here, since we oh. went off of left field, um, a little bit more about about you. You do stand up comedy too, right? Yeah. Uh, I I took a, a, a yeah, break a little bit. Yeah, I'm I'm getting back into it though. My cork board here is all beautiful, mindy with bits and stuff that only makes sense to me. So, so what's I'm your what's ready. your process to to doing jokes? Like I know, like I think what I think like Jerry Seinfeld when he does jokes, I think he writes like the entire joke out, like word for word, and then he like memorizes it and goes on stage. And then I think there's other comedians that like they go and they show up places and they like they have like topics they're going to hit and then they just expand. But what's your fucking creativity in being a comedian? Um, I usually wake up in the middle of the night with something that sounds funny to me in my head, write it down and then try and make sense of it the next morning. Um, then there's uh, I, I get rather stoned, right? that way and then edit uh but never word for word i I try and keep it uh loose i did improv for eight years so uh being able to kind of make up the bit as it goes i know where i want to get and where to start i just kind of figure out the middle as i go you mean you did stuff like name a place starbucks when uh the death of christ uh well you know a little less college troopy but yeah (laughs) weren't named like Dawson's Queef, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, which is an actual team. I probably should should have come up with something more clever than that. Uh, but anyways, uh, no, it, it was actual. I mean, yeah, we did the suggestion stuff. It was whose line is it anyways? And we pretended it was a competition. <laughs> so where do you uh, do most of your workout stuff? Is it uh, here uh, in the Valley still? 
Yeah, uh, every once in a while I'll hit the improv. Uh, I like going to to bar shows because it's it's where you you're really just performing for other comics and one of their friends. Uh, so if they laugh, then you've actually got something and you can work with it. So uh, the harder rooms right now is what I'm trying to do because I've been out of it for so long and I feel like I need to pay my dues again. So have you like super bombed and you're like, and they're like throwing oh, like tomatoes yeah. at you kind of thing? So Not what's tomatoes. that like? Oh. I, I know that doesn't really happen, but I'm just. Bombing you know, th- hurts like physically, mentally, and emotionally. It hits you. Uh, I remember the like the first show I went up, I ever, I actually did okay. Uh, I got laughs and I, then I got full of myself. And then the next show, uh, when I said, all right, well, I'm going to have to wrap it up here. Uh, two women in the front row went, thank God. (laughs) Okay. Well, I, I, you know what? I'm just going to go now. Uh, thank you. Sorry. Isn't that Uh, your cue to start teeing off on them though? Uh, you know, at, when it's your second show, getting the fuck off stage is is uh, the only priority. Now, yes, I would have stayed there for like an extra twenty minutes out of spite, uh, and and just kind of ripped into them until I got somebody to laugh, and then I'm like, all right, that's one. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> we gotta get you up on stage, <laughs> We need Kyle to do comedy. Oh yes. Oh God, no. That'd be a train wreck. Just once. Five minutes. Five minutes. Come on. Uh, we'll even put up a sheet so it feels like you're recording. There, okay. As long as there's a sheet up. There will be no sheet. Um, and then the sheet drops. <laughs> it's all a ruse. <laughs> it's a ruse. I, I mean, I couldn't imagine going up to like, I think about it like, you know, like, a lot of people like I'm one of those people that think I'm funny, but I know I'm really not because my wife lets me know all the time. <laughs> okay, my wife tells me I'm not funny all the time. You think you're funny, but you're not. You're just a dick. So I don't know if it would, you know, transcribe over and to I mean, to the most stage. comics well, are dicks. <laughs> We're all depressive dicks. That's really what we are. <laughs> But I hey, my wife went to one of my first shows, and as I high five the audience, I missed her hand and high fived her in the face. <laughs> that was before we got married, uh, but she married me in spite of that. Damn, so you went up and palmed her in the face. Yeah, yeah, that was when we were friends. Just friends. I draw blood as friends. And then five years later, it was all part of my master plan. Was it, well, was it that. You know, she felt she felt your your strength, and she's like, I, "I'm I can probably manipulate this guy." <laughs> oh, that's adorable strength. I, I can I, change him. Oh no, 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 no! It was it was more so just, eh, you're here, <laughs> good enough or what? Yeah, she's like, "Oh, you you get passes to Comic Con, all right." <laughs> he that's found why they, a female jose that's what i was about to say yeah you found a jose. no she loves me for some reason for yeah, my pre-passing comic-con yeah. <laughs> hey I, I want free pass comic-con you want to go to dinner i mean what where um, i'm not cheap neither am i 
Oh, <laughs> I heard. Whoa. I About which one? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome. I will do just about anything for Butter Bay Biscuits. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, you know, just just throwing it out there. <laughs> Does it work if I get my, my softer voice on? All right, now it's weird. Even for me, I've weirded myself out. That's hard to do. That's the so- hard to do. You know, the, the soft voice always kind of does it. <laughs> I feel like we're going to hear some love songs and Delilah coming on. Oh, shit. Now that's when coast it the coast to request. <laughs> Delilah. <laughs> oh, we're talking radio, kids. Oh, uh, geez. Look, you guys are you guys are killing me right now. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Back <laughs> on track. Let's night. go over to that track. <laughs> no, no, you're you're good. I'm not saying anything about the track. I'm just like I'm just sitting here, just all the, the negative images that are coming in my head of Kyle hey, just man, that's on you. Yeah. Do <laughs> not picture me naked, people. Matt. No, 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 no. Well, now that you say it. Yeah. Now it's God damn it. It's stuck in my brains. This is what happens when I meet someone in person once, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) It's like an effect. I'm very emotionally needy. Doing Casey Kasem fucking Coast to Coast (laughs) shout outs. (laughs) Please tell me you can do a Casey Kasem. If I could do a Casey Kasem impression, I'd probably be making way more money than doing a podcast for free. You would at least be be shaggy. Yeah. We do need more shaggy. I, I kind of feel them. like all of my years in uh, working at a call center kind of sets me up to be a, maybe do a pretty good Apu. Well, at least you, you took something away from being in a call center. <laughs> I'm still looking for it. You finally got Canoe and Apu, and they're taking him off the Simpsons. Yeah, that's true. Let's hear it. All those, uh, I can't do an Apu. It's, it's incredibly offensive. <laughs> <laughs> It's like beyond our normal standards and offensive. So it's too far. Yeah, it's it's pushing a little too far. <laughs> I feel like if we push past the barrier, then we can come back to Apu. I think so too. I think <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. I think we're gonna put Apu on the back burner and we're gonna continue on. We're we're gonna let that warm up in a little pot in the back in the back corner on, on the little burner. Oh, this episode's going to get a lot of hits for the wrong reasons. Yeah, right. Won't be the first time. <laughs> Fair. Jeez, Louise. But, <laughs> so, have you, any of you guys um, checked out the new Teen Titans show yet, Brian? Yeah. It's trash. What? what? I think it's trash. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. I got to see it so bad. Now. Gotta- Some, somebody text me their fucking email and password so i can watch this shit what okay we gotta let's get into this why do you think it's trash i still can't get over the fucking the way they look dude i'm i'm here to tell you after watching the first episode i think it's a ruse i think the way that starfire looks is a switch it's gonna be a bait and switch Uh, i don't know man only not orange because she's in someone else's body I think we're gonna get we're getting bait and switched. 
I don't think they can listen. This is going to sound this. You can take this the way you want, but I don't think they can really pull that off because if they do, then they're going to take so much fucking damage from taking it away from an African-American actress to put her in a, you know what I mean? Like, do you think, really think they could pull that off right now? I think so. Ah, and they, they look if they like, justify it well instead of just like not like breezing past it. Yeah. I just don't see that happening with DC. I mean, if it happens, I'm all for it. But DC hasn't made has made very few good decisions out of, you know, the many that they've been able to lately. And if, yeah, it's, well, if that's the case, we'll see. I was ready to hate this show, like that's, straight that's up from I'm the trailer. At. I still I was, hate it. That's fair. I I was ready to do that. I still don't like Dick Grayson. Honestly, if they just changed his name to Jason Todd, I'd be all for it. Uh, but his brutality is a little bit off-putting. Uh, but the story itself is solid. I mean, that's what I really like about it is I like the brutality. To a degree, yeah. but it's it, but that level of brutality is not Dick Grayson. I and agree. That's that's where I have a problem. That is Damian Wayne, Jason Todd all over. But the, ah, he's he's being a real bummer berry right now. A bummer berry. <laughs> yeah, it, it started off when we talked about Barry Allen being a bummer in comics and TV shows, and then it just stuck, and that's just what we call people who are bummers now. I like it for a... a I mean, what draws me to Teen Titans for a different reason is that it's set in in michigan and mm-hmm. actually um raven is from the town that i moved from uh, to arizona so you uh, like it for um, different reasons though well i like it's got that little heart heart string yeah it connects me there but i mean i like i love the way they introduced hawk and dove in the second episode oh, yeah yeah i love the the uh history between I've always liked Hawk and Dove. Hawk and Dove. Or, always like Hawk and Dove. I like the history between Dove and, and Dick Grayson in that, and mm-hmm. I, I love the way that you know Raven kind of outed him. And I mean, yeah, it's a little the Raven angle is is a little weird for me, but it is weird. I and like, she she seems a little too young. I like the darker tone yeah. to it. Like it it's more like a Dick Grayson is is scorned. Like there's obviously some underlying thing that him and Batman have had a falling out and he's scorned and he's, he's trying to strike out on his own and prove his own point. But I don't like that because that never was the case with Dick Grayson. And maybe even when he became Nightwing, like he, he was still angsty when he, when he gave up the mantle of Robin, but he didn't kill people or throw his Robin star in people's eyes. Oh, I thought that was (laughs) awesome. My favorite part is when he busts, when he, when he's fighting the thugs and he like smashes the dude's face through the car dude, window and then like rubs the car. Yeah. You know, oh God, too much. That is Jason Todd all over. Well, it like, almost makes you think that they're using the violence and lack of story. And in those instances, yeah, I can get that. I can definitely get that. But the, the whole like fuck Batman thing, it made way more sense in context. It's still dumb. But it did make more sense and made me less ragey. I don't know. I still think the 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 fuck Batman thing, like they haven't really given you any context of why yet. Like you know right. he's got an issue with Batman, but it's still it's still off putting because you're like, why is he saying yeah. this? Like if they explained it, no. I think it's gonna I think it's gonna do to 
it, it's going to end up having something to do with he was involved in, in Dick's parents' death or, or something along those lines. Uh, maybe I don't know. I hope they don't they don't mess with their storyline too much like that. You really think, you think he's gonna? You think he's gonna find out like an ugly truth of Batman that's gonna that turns him away from him? Well, watch. Or maybe it. he's when, part of the uh, the bat like Batman, and he's Batman's all murdery now, using well, guns all the time. Fuck when you, you watch it, when you watch it, you uh, that's at least that's the vibe I get from it because. <laughs> You have you have Raven having all these flashbacks to the flying Graysons and the accident, mm-hmm. and everything that happened, and then, you know he's he doesn't want to talk to Batman, and you know when he's talking to Hawk and or you know he's talking to Hawk and Dove, and he's going to Alfred for help instead of calling Bruce. And I was it's, hoping we'd see Alfred. It's all secretive, and he's just like, you know, he he obviously doesn't want anything to do with Batman, and I think the reason they keep flashing back to to that is that he's going to find out or it's going to come out that Bruce had something to do or was somehow involved in the death of the flying Graysons. I mean, it would make sense just because he's like all over the, Oh, I I'm out of the life kind of thing right now, but I hope it's not that that'll make me angry. It's like he slid in and he's like, I would like a child. I'm going to kill your parents. Hello, orphan child. I'm going to take you in as my ward. Now that would make me hate this really fast. (laughs) That would make me hate the show. Yep, that would be awful. Because I've I had think the DC Universe app solely for Young Justice. My my, I'm I'm a real big fan of Nightwing just because of who Dick Grayson is and his relationship yeah. with Bruce Wayne. And I was never a Jason Todd fan or even a, a Tim Drake fan. I'm a huge Damien fan, but uh, what? Oh yeah, I fucking love Damien. He's my favorite oh, character in all of Damien. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you on Nightwing. I oh okay. Keep going. I'm sorry. And, and, I and, love well, here's here's why I love the Damien as much as I do because I think that that the the Batman and Robin comic with Damien and Dick as Batman oh, was the so best team up. Good. That so was the good. best Batman Robin combo for me. Yes, and and then. Even when back in the day when Dick took the mantle, uh, when Bane broke his back from when he took it from. Um, Are you talking about Battle of the Cowl? I can't remember if that's what it's called, but he took it from. Uh, it was the. Uh, Azrael. No, no, Azrael. Battle for the Cowl. No, yeah. Battle for the Cowl is when he, him and Jason Todd go after it, right? Yeah. No, oh, no, right, right. Yeah. You know, this was um, back when nobody knew he was in it. They still thought it was. I don't know. Is it. I can't remember. Is it Jason or is it Tim? The, Tim. Uh, I thought both of them show up in it. Then, well, is it Tim and Dick that are fighting over the cowl, or is it Tim and Jay, or is it Tim and Jay, or Dick? I think it ends up being Dick and Jason at the end. Well, there was a point back when Dick first took over the cowl, which was right after uh, the the breaking of Batman's back, and and John Paul, I forget his name, whoever Azrael is, took the yeah. mantle, and then he was a little too violent, and that's when Dick finally put on the cowl and everything and that was one of my favorite yeah that was one of my favorite all-time periods of any dc comic and uh, i think that i love that so much because of the way dick looks at bruce i mean it's Uh even more of a father figure thing i mean he looks at him as a father figure but even more and and then when him and damien teamed up you can tell he was trying to instill some of that into damien I mean, like he was trying to be that Bruce and this is such a difference that that's why I like uh, uh, Dick Grayson so much is because of how he looks at Bruce. 
Yeah. I don't like him hate, not liking him. Not one no. thing. Yeah. Even even recently in Batman and Nightwing and uh, respectively before Nightwing got shot, like the the two episodes before or issues before that, it was just Dick showing up and like trying to get Batman to joke around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like the whole great. time. I love those issues. They're swinging around and he's just cracking jokes and kind of, and it's like you're like, you know, Batman's like. You know, and he's like, "Come on, Batman!" You know, it's it, yeah. I get what you're saying. They are really cool. For those, for those issues, Nightwing was better in the Batman title than he was in his own title. Yes, yes. dude. It's the, his own title has been fucking terrible. I'm trying to give this new Rick thing a, a chance because it's Nightwing, and I have to give it a chance. Plus, I review it so. <laughs> It's it, like when when they switched writers and everything. It's been it's been real rocky since they've switched writers. So you like which Tim Seeley? I liked when Seeley was writing it, and then when they've switched because they've switched and then they switched again. I think. Yeah. But who, ben, whoever, whoever's writing it now, I can't think of offhand. I, actually, I'll tell you right now. I just I, I think that it's Percy. Problem. It it, it no, all it was Percy. I think it all affects still from the the rebirth man. Like they were killing it when rebirth came out and i think the the every two week issues was ambitious and then they switched it to you know monthly and then mm-hmm. raised the prices back to what 399 and i don't think that's i think what really what's really hurting it and we've talked about it before matt is is i think they they did the bi-weekly thing too long yeah for yeah. a lot of titles and then and it was too much for people and that's why all these artists started in writers and stuff everybody started switching i think they need to go back and and i know they've done it with a, quite a few times but they need to go back and they need to they get some of these other writers and artists back on these titles like like tim c they need to get him back on there like he was doing a really good job and i think and i think him leaving i think it hurt nightwing because i i enjoyed him writing it yeah, and also I uh, the all the stuff that's going on with like Heroes in Crisis and it it feels like DC was rushing to get that to that so they kind of like cut Ben Percy's legs off with the story he was wanting to tell uh because now they just don't even acknowledge that it exists in <laughs> in the current run. Uh granted his memories are gone so maybe they'll bring it back but it just uh, the last issue you're just like, "Oh, that's it. Okay. All right. Bye, Ben." Kind of taking a step back here to to Titans. Mm-hmm. Tim Bolt says in the chat, maybe uh, maybe Dick Grayson read Batman Damn Number One and was disappointed in the Batwang. <laughs> <laughs> that it, we're going to be talking Batwang forever, aren't we? Yeah. I can mean, you imagine, it, can you imagine Dick coming up and going, Dick saying, "What's up, little Dick?" <laughs> yeah. He, he, you see, he gets right next to it, and starts to whispering to it. I expected you to be more girthy. <laughs> why didn't he marry Selena for real? Why well, we, all know, we all know why he didn't, because he, oh, he wasn't man enough. Right. Is anybody man enough for Selena, Kyle? Let's be honest. Mm-mm. I don't know. I think Martian Manhunter, or not, Martian Manhunter might be, but, or um, Dr. Manhattan. I mean, I'd like to take a try. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't we all? All right. Oh, Selena. All right. Maybe, anyway. maybe Selena wanted more than an eight second ride. But oh yeah. well, <laughs> I'm not the man. <laughs> back to back to DC. 
I feel that with with the rebirth and where they're going, they're they're just falling back into that same trap that they made with New Fifty Two, and it's 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 turning readers off. Like I've pretty much dropped all DC titles. It's hard to keep up right now. I've had to drop a lot of my pull list, and I feel like Bendis coming on DC just like blew its load. They're like, all right, everything. And Bendis has been shit. You know, Superman's good. He started out. It started out really good, and I liked his run. And I just, you know what? I just, I just well, lost interest. I, I say that, and I, I, I haven't been picking up new books for probably what, almost a year now. So I dropped that. Um, not all my choice, but a lot. I haven't picked up DC books in a long time, other than a select few. Bendis is like cover. Cover is pretty decent. Bendis, Bendis has always been good shit for a while. Well, he caught his track. He caught the mainstream really in my opinion when he started writing like he was getting there with ultimate spider-man but it wasn't until miles he made miles uh daredevil was great well yeah daredevil too that he really exploded and he became a household name and and i think it's it's easier when you're writing a character you create than trying to take over an iconic character like superman or listen i I, I know that one of the greatest runs in my opinion on x-men he had multiple x-men's with the the x-men run the last Jessica Jones run that he did with Marvel was yes. incredible. Amazing. Amazing. With him and Gatos, oh my god, yeah. so good. I just, uh, I just uh, wonder if DC doesn't allow him the, the same type of freedom with their property as Marvel did. Well, uh, also they or, need to not overload him like Marvel did because during Secret Empire, like you can tell some of the issues that he phoned in because he was doing like twelve. Yeah, well, I, my my thought process is on those big events is is complete shit. I I don't think a big event has been good in ten years. So there's very few that have been good. At least, well, Marvel's big events start good and then they fizzle the fuck yes. out. Yes, so, like, because they 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 it's too much too fast for the for the creators. The Avengers one I thought was going to be awesome, and it started off really good, and then I got bored. Yes. And I hate that. That's one that, one that comes to mind for me is access. When Marvel switched oh, yeah. and they had all the villains oh. switch sides, like it started out so good and then it fell so flat. It was like well, a dead slot title. It started out good and then it falls flat. Well, uh, Snyder's Dan slot alone. <laughs> never. I never will. I never ever will. I yeah, I agree. He ruined a lot of comics for me. I know when I'm outnumbered. Let's move on. Okay, I don't like Dan Slott either. Okay, wait, what? The last last good thing Dan Slott did in the last 10 years was Superior Spider-Man. Oh, God, that was so good. He was. That was excellent. But it it fell flat, too, but it was really good. I just... The the thing I didn't like about uh, that was what happened to Peter is now he's got a company. I'm just like, aw. I think the only reason Superior fell flat is because they brought Peter back too soon. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that's why that fell flat. They didn't let him explore Otto as as the Superior Spider-Man enough. They brought Peter mm-hmm. back way too soon. Yeah. I always yeah, bring I need Peter to... back way too soon. <laughs> Stupid. I don't even know joke. what that means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well... <laughs> This attempted force of a dick joke is brought to you by (laughs) Crown Royal. Oh, look at that. I've got to go. (laughs) Right. Oh, fuck. 
and that's what scares me about this um, Spider Geddon uh, storyline they're doing. One, they're bringing all these new Spider-Men in, so you're gonna just see idiots buying this book up just for oh, it's the first appearance of Cowboy Spider-Man. I'm did not you, many. On, a, on a different note of that Spider-Geddon thing, did you guys see that uh, that cover first? That Spider Ghost, that uh, Kit uh, hung. What's that guy's name? That uh, I don't know. He, I know he's. It's an Asian, like Lee, Lee Hung or something like that, or Hung Low. Uh, yeah. Ah. Anyways, it's a there's a variant to that spider spider uh, Gwen spider ghost issue. Did you guys see that variant? No. no. Oh my god! Absolutely gorgeous. One of the most beautiful covers I've seen in ten years. Yeah, in Hook Lee, in Hook Lee, that's the guy. Well, he he's did. not hung low. Well, it's you know I'm I'm racist. You are so just everything, you are yeah. just <laughs> nailing it with the dick jokes tonight, man. Just. So if no. anybody gets a chance out there to pick that book up or take a look at it, take a look at it. It's one of the most beautiful covers you'll ever see. Absolutely. Buy it to get that. And send it to Brian at P.O. Box. <laughs> yeah. What, do you know what issue it is? Is it issue one? Yeah, yeah. That It's the first one that they're calling Ghost Spider. That's another thing that kind of Burton, like, makes me angry. Why, why the name change? Is that the name change all based on the whole thing they're doing with this cartoon and everything? Marvel has to reboot and go back to number ones every six months. That's what's going on. But it's such a stupid name. Like, why Ghost Spider? What? What? How? How is she anything ghost? Uh, like, where does that white. come from? It's stupid. Fucking stupid. Anyways, carry on. Are you? Ta- oh shit! Are, are you talking about the one where she's like jumping and her legs are up? And it's no, like a she's, background. No, she's walking and it's a like a full full um figure oh. of her walking and she doesn't have the mask on just the hood up yes. oh and she looks kind of assassin's creedy yes she's got her blonde yeah, hair that's and you can see the yes. going. yes beautiful cover oh, absolutely that's gorgeous. incredible yeah incredible. i couldn't believe it that's that's the, the oh. time where i hate myself for not picking up new books yeah i want that as a canvas on my wall exactly. it, it, does it look like she's jumping off a building almost is it no she's just walking yeah it looks like yeah. an old it, like she's walking down an alley in new york somewhere and it's raining and it's raining yeah the rain is it's perfect it's a perfect yeah. fucking cover it's really good so anyways all right I'm, I'm, I'm very good. zoning I'm out on artwork is good listening. I'm very good at derailing this podcast. That's fine. <laughs> That's what we bring you in for, Kyle. Yeah. Or, Brian. <laughs> Kyle, Brian. We've I've been on a topic for more than two minutes. You take us over there. Yeah. Hitler joke incoming. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, oh, I found he it. Hasn't, he hasn't planted one of those yet. It is really bad timing. Hitler joke incoming. Oh, I found it. (laughs) Oh, man. He did like three of those two weeks ago, didn't you, Brian? Oh, man. It was more than two weeks ago. Holy fuck. It's like a $300 book. Is it really? Damn it. That makes me hate life even more. (laughs) Yeah, it's going for like greedy. Well, I mean, that's just what the bidding's at. Like, there's this one's at $390, one's at $298, one's at $299. Beautiful cover, man. It's crazy how much covers will sell books. Yeah, well, isn't, that, isn't that the only reason look to like buy comics? No, <laughs> it's a good reason. It's like eye candy. It's a yeah. 
Ooh, I gotta have that. Ooh, ooh, yeah, piece of candy. It's the only reason candy. I buy books now. But yeah, no, you can't buy books off the cover. I mean, if you look at the last uh, last cover of Green Lanterns before they ended the run, it looks like it's going to be epic, and then it's you know the last three and a half minutes of any '90s sitcom. Yeah. Yeah, that hurts. <sighs> yeah, I really like that that series. Yeah, I'm really hoping that Jeff Johns can can uh, do something with that uh, with the movies and. That still what, is. Uh, here's what kills me: is you're putting all your faith in Jeff, Jeff Johns. You know that he's got a lot to do with the Titans TV show, right? I know, I know. But I'll let him know because we're friends. <laughs> you're putting all that faith in Jeff Johns, and you're sitting here talking about how much. Well, I've, I've talked about this before. Jeff Johns, the, the, my favorite all-time story ever written in any any comic is his. You know his run from Rebirth all the way out to to Blackest Night, and so I think I think that if people know the background of that whole, the reason why he came up with that story and everything, and the, you know to to and his sister her dying in that plane crash, and I'm hoping that reason will will be more of a reason for for him to make the movie just as good, and it'll be based on those stories because those stories in my opinion, really brought comics back to being, you know, comics again. Um, for a long time, there there wasn't really much going on in comics until, at least for me, until that those storylines hit. So, And I don't think anybody knows the DC universe like Jeff Johns knows the DC universe. Yes, yes. Okay. I like, be, before we started recording, I was reading the, the Flash run he did where, he, where Wally was Flash. Yes, yeah, and right now in the new season of Flash, one his creator created villain Cicada is the, the big bad guy in in the Flash. Mm-hmm. I kind of fell off that. How is that going? Is that going pretty good? This it's good when they don't use the speedster as a as a big bad. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> like it was, yeah. Last last season when they had the Thinker on, that was really really good, and so far this season has been really really good. I haven't seen this week's episode. The last episode I saw was where it was like Cisco trying to get over Gypsy. And I always love Cisco heavy episodes. This, I agree. This is a very Cisco heavy episode also. Oh, good. Oh, don't give me too much Cisco because then that means he going to die. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you leave Cisco alone. <laughs> They'll just find a way to bring him back like they did Ralph. Right. It's comic books. <laughs> I'm really intrigued by the the CW's crossover this year. Not not only are they bringing in Batwoman, but it's it, it looks like they're going to Elseworld, and you're gonna see uh-huh. like Oliver Queen as the Flash and Barry Allen as as Arrow. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm excited did for you, Ruby Rose's Batwoman, though. Did you I see the pictures what, of that? Yes. A- Amen. I agree, Kyle. A fucking man. The what? They knocked it out of the park with that one. Oh yeah. Yeah, did you guys That's see weird. the promo that they put out? Like the yeah. picture of her? So good. Well, she, um, who plays Melissa? Something who plays Supergirl? She she put out an Instagram post of her and, and Ruby together in their costumes, and it's oh. yeah, it's it's fantastic. I'm looking it up now. <laughs> oh, where's my sock? I just I just want to. Oh, whoa. I just I hope mean, that you know she her fighting skills are are up to par, but. I mean, yeah. she looks like she can 
fuck some people up. I, I bet you they will have her fucking a badass like she's like she is. I mean, she's she great in the be, comics. She doesn't mm-hmm. have to be too badass in the in the crossover event. But uh-huh. when when they launch her her standalone series later this year or later next year, then she she'd better you know hopefully come with the come with the power. She's got to be more likable than Batwoman in the comics, though, because it yeah. has been hard to. I I tried with the series and and then in Detective, I was just like, no, I'm sorry, I can't. Detective started out good though. Yeah, it with her, of- it did. But right around the 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 Clayface stuff, that's yeah. that's when I started just like, oh god, I don't want to hate you. Yeah, because right. I really like Clayface. I don't know but, why they oh, had. Are you, are you talking about when her dad really stepped in and was starting to, and they're starting to do like a lot of the double crossing and stuff? Yeah, and then yeah. right in front of Orphan, you're just like, no, yeah. they were doing Shakespeare. James Tinian did amazing with that line. I, I'm so bummed that they got him out that he's not on it anymore. He's such a nice dude too. Oh he's yeah, we met awesome him. Awesome dude. Uh, one of the guys that we did panels with uh, that we brought on, he's a, a regular guest on our podcast. Uh, he went to high school with James Tinney in, in uh, Wisconsin or wherever, somewhere, or oh, not here. Uh, and like we went to the panel with Capullo, Snyder, and Tinian. And Tinian was there first and just like sat behind us and was just like talking with us for a minute. It was super cool. Yeah, he's a good dude. I- we wanted to interview him because he's like one of my favorite writers. So good. And I, I hate that there's like this red tape up to like interview people. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it's stupid. Like, I don't know. Why won't you just take time out of your day to talk to me? Pretty much. Well, no, it wasn't that. He, he, he was like, oh, I would love to talk to you guys. But he's like, if you want to talk to you about with me about anything Batman, you have to go through D.C. And it has yeah. to be clear. Oh, people. that's what it was. Like, he wanted that to. Because I was telling him, I was like, you know, I, I, I admit it. I kind of fangirled out a little bit to him. I'm at sure. more than a little bit. <laughs> Dude, and I did that with Josh Williamson. If he would have dropped his pants and presented himself, you would have went to town. Right. Well, I tried to strapping on the knee step or putting on them fucking knee pads. You were ready to go. Hey, I did that to Josh Williamson too. And he was like, Oh, okay. Thanks. Really? Yeah. Like I was like into it. I was like, I was so excited to meet the guy that's writing the flash. The guy that, that made me like the hugest flash fan that I am now. And I was like telling him about it. I was asking, what about this? What about this? What about the, what are you going to do? Who's coming in? Are you going to kill this guy? What do you, you know what I mean? I was like, I was so excited to meet him. And I was like, you know, I, I, and I was thanking him for being such a, you know, I'm thank you for bringing me to the flash and making me this huge flash fan that I am now. I was never the biggest flash guy, but you really, like brought me in and he was like, oh, thanks. All right. Yeah. Okay. And he well, just were you, were you this manic when you did it? Because I can tell you why. No, I was, no, okay. I wasn't yes, manic. He was. Yes, he was. I might've been. <laughs> he was flailing his arms around and he was like, he was trying motioning. to answer you, but you wouldn't breathe. He was motioning to give him a big hug. And were you standing next to me, Matt, when I was doing it? Or was I by myself? You were by yourself. Cause like, <laughs> he just felt it in the force. No, I was just like, man, I'm a big fan. Thank you for, for, you know, you know, you've really made me a huge flash fan. I love your writing. And I was just, you know, I was, and I was like, you know, and then I was just trying to like pick his brain a little bit. And he was just like, uh, okay, thanks. Tinian probably warned and, him. And, about and he literally, he really <laughs> said, okay, thanks. And then he just, and he turned his back to me and then he just started talking to someone. Really? Tinian. That's a 
bummer. Jenny texted him and warned him about you. Watch out for Kyle. I sat there and like nerded out with him for 15 minutes about Flash and like uh, who are favorite. Like I was telling him that Wally's my favorite and he was telling me why Barry his favorite. And we just sat there and talked and then somebody came up and bought a book and then he's like, don't go anywhere. I want to keep talking. And it's like, okay. Yeah. Like he just could just, he like, he gave zero fucks about me. But see, Mr. Rod was like that with me when I went because I picked up a Mr. Miracle print from him while he was in Phoenix and he was kind of off putting. But I know he's also like known as one of the nicest people. I mean, I maybe I just caught him at a bad time. Maybe probably. Was, you know what, though, Ben, you're you're doing a job. Put your game face on, buddy. Fair. <laughs> well, I mean, fucking, there's. I've only met one off-putting person in comics, and that's Bob Layton. Oh my god! <laughs> Dude, that motherfucker owes me like ten bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm not. This I'm just not, got real. I'm not even lying. Brian was standing right next to me. <laughs> Motherfucker owes me 10 bucks. Kyle, Tim says in the chat, next time hide your erection. I did. I was wearing sweatpants. Um, that doesn't hide anything. That extends your waist. <laughs> <gasps> I knew that hole was for something. Oh, see, you you went into this knowingly. <laughs> it was premeditated. Jay, Jay in the chat says, see that guy? His name is Kyle. Ignore that guy. <laughs> Yeah, no, when we were at Ace Comic Con last year, I was getting my uh, demon in a bottle sign, and he was like, uh, what was it, like 10 bucks or 5 bucks an autograph, Brian? Yeah. And I gave him like a 20 or something, and they were like 5 or 10 bucks. There must have been 10 bucks. And I gave him a 20. He said, all right, thanks. And I was like, um, uh, fuck it, whatever, cocksucker. Yeah. He just stood there and looked at you like, like you're not getting anything back. Yeah, like I was like kind of had my hand out and I was like looking but, at his wallet because he put a 20 in there. But in all honesty, like he had just got done dealing with one of those guys that walks up with a full fucking short box full of books. Oh, fuck yeah, those guys. So, yeah, so I you know, I've heard stories about him being a nice guy. He's no Arthur Sidem, so I'll give him the benefit <laughs> of the doubt. <laughs> you know. But I was just yeah, he, the motherfucker. Hey, you still owe me ten bucks, fucker. <laughs> Otherwise, like everyone else I've met, um, I can tell you that Brian Michael Bendis is probably one of the coolest dudes. Oh man, that guy's oh, yeah. so fucking cool. Um, but everyone else I've met in comics, I haven't had that experience. Like it's uh-huh. that's just not one I've had. The only the only time I've had that negative experience is with Bob Layton. <laughs> And like the yeah. first time I met him, he was a he was a super nice dude. And then the the second couple times I met him at at Fan Fest, the second time he was there, and then at uh, Ace Con last year, it was a completely different situation. Rob Liefeld's another one. Yeah, he's a he's a prick too. Oh yeah, Marv Wolfman kind of did that to me. He's just he's just weird. He's just an introvert. I think. So I you, think me- you remember when Marv Wolfman? Yeah. So remember when he was here for that Mesa Con? Like yes. he he was super cool. I sit and I talked to him. And we got we talked about Amazing Spider Man, and uh, we talked about you know we t- you know we talked about Teen Titans. We talked. And he was cool, and I and I walked with him to his panel, and we bullshit, and he did his panel. And then the next year, I seen him at San Diego Comic Con, and he was like, 
I went up to him and I was having him sign uh, my uh, Amazing Spider-Man 194. And he was like, I remember you. You've had books signed for me before. So you don't get any free books. I'm charging you for all of them. I was like, hey, motherfucker, that was a year ago. This is a different time. You can't fuck, but he he fucking remembered me, so he fucking I didn't get a you know he 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 charged me for every book I got signed. I feel like Marv Wolfman's been able to to be an asshole a little bit, like with what he's done. He gets a little bit of a pass. No, nobody gets a pass. <laughs> I don't know, man. All we're, the, we're the reason he has money. Like. You should be nice. No, but you're comparing Ace to San Diego. Like, the chaos is not the same. Yeah, he, but nobody was there. Like, nobody was talking to him. I went up and said, hey, Marv, can you sign my Amazing Spider-Man? I remember you. You've already had yeah, one signed by me. But if you need money and you're in San Diego for Comic-Con, you're going to charge everybody. No. <laughs> no. I don't know. It's kind of hard when when you deal with people like George Perez and then deal with Marv Wolfman and they're that's the complete fair. opposite. So I, I agree mean, with it's, that's fair, but I, it's it's the same way I feel about like Harrison Ford. I'm just like, yeah, I kind of expect him to be a crotchety bastard. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. But you can't you can't hold me accountable. You can't hold me because no. you remember me from a year ago. It's no. like, you, you know, after six months, there's like a reset. that's how he he faces all his relationships in life that happened six months ago get over it jay in the chat to see that guy his name is kyle charge him money (laughs) no it's see that guy his name is kyle don't give him change don't give him change charge him money I guess I just have that fucking effect on people. I guess I'm just so charming. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I had that experience though too with Jason David Frank, the green. I was a huge power ranger. Meeting him at Phoenix Comic Con two years or not or last year. He was kind of a a d bag. Like he was kind of. Was this the year of the Punisher? Yeah, so he did have to deal with somebody I, I trying to kill him. him. Yeah, he kind of gets a he gets a d bag pass. I mean, so I, would, he, I would give him that that second chance, but like, I was just like, man, that, that crushed me because he was a, like, I've got my idols. Like, he is an idol. Kevin Smith's my idol. I meet Kevin Smith. He's a fucking beautiful human being. Oh you yeah, meet, never meet, meet your idols, and you're like, uh, like I, I don't know. I, I picture Dan walking up and shoving Kevin Smith out of the way to go smoke. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's very hard to meet your heroes. Some of them will disappoint you. I mean, we just went like, to we went to a panel for the rest of the Power Rangers a couple of years ago, and it was just depressing for the first twenty minutes. Uh, it's just like, oh, I don't even want to meet them up close now. I've decided to keep them afar. I'm going to keep them at arm's distance. <laughs> Tim said. Like Tim in the chat says, "Fuck! Here comes the sweatpants boner guy. Maybe I, maybe yeah. if I charge him, I can get rid of him." Uh, I get. You know what? You're right, Tim. I get the hint. I'm. I'm gonna have Matt or Brian get my book signed for me. Hey, or I, I, you can you go know, and cosplay a sweatpant boner guy. I'm just gonna walk by and drop notes on their tables. That's not creepier. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> 
I think it's just a matter of circumstance, though, because like the first time I met Robert Kirkman here, he was kind of a kind of a dick. But then right. when amazing. I met him the second time, when I met him at, at San Diego, he yeah he made fun of me and gave me shit. But he that was, was a, he was much nicer at San Diego than he was. That's when, that's when me and Kirkman became friends. We bonded over making fun of you. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Oh, you think you're friends? Uh, that's Kyle's mo. Everyone's friends with Kyle. <laughs> we were, we bonded. You meet him once, and you're best friends. He's got oh. a he's got a book that proves him and uh, uh, fucking Rob Liefeld are best friends. Oh my god, he got so pissed at me when I said that to him. Yeah, but he did it. He did do it. Because I because he charged me money. Yeah, because yeah, money talks. Was Hold on, explain. So I went up. So I waited in line. I was at San Diego, San Diego Comic Con, and he said he he walked up to a random booth and he was like, 20 minutes, I'll start signing books." And I was like, "Cool, I'm gonna get fucking, I'm gonna get a book signed by Rob Liefeld." So we got up there, and I was like, and he was like, 30 bucks," and I was like, "Hey, can you make that out to my friend Kyle? To Kyle." Your friend Rob Liefeld. He's like, I'm not your friend. And I was, what? Like, I was like, Yeah, we are. We're friends. I I read your books. I've I, I followed you on Facebook. All kinds of Twitter. We're friends. And he was like, and he was like, and I said, and I'm giving you like thirty bucks. And he was like, Fair enough. And he wrote, <laughs> he, he wrote to Kyle, your friend Rob Liefeld. <laughs> <laughs> wow but he, but he was not then he proceeded to draw a shitty foot then he, <sighs> then he drew a shitty foot and he was pissed off at me about it he was not happy we are not friends he said I think you're onto something Jay because Kyle does have a, a very he has a problem with standing awkwardly close to people you're fucking stupid no I don't <laughs> don't stand <laughs> he stands awkwardly close to people I know the three foot rule, motherfucker. The closer he gets, the more mouth breathy he gets. It's very awkward. He's like Eugene from Hey Arnold. So actually, so next time I see Jay, if I when I get to meet Jay, there is no personal space. You have at a convention. You have to stand three feet from someone because they probably stink like bo. Mm Hmm. If they don't, you do. There's a story coming out about uh, I read it on some for, uh, blog where uh, Super Smash players are pleading with each other that to to stop smelling so bad because when yes. they go to these uh, <laughs> these oh, places, no. yeah, it smells too bad. It's, it quote unquote smelled like a work like he worked in a crematorium. <laughs> They're turning <laughs> against themselves. Uh, they do. I when I went to Evo, they have that reputation in the, in the. The game community, dude, is they're they're the smelly kids. Just hand out deodorant as everybody walks in. It's funny the ultra basement nerd. It's funny you say that, Kyle, because a couple of the the Twitter responses were going to be writing a summer of smash or a summer a smash mini guide for all you that are interested in traveling. Hashtag deodorant. For, here you go, Matt. For Smash Bros. Melee Evo Finals, they should just have a judge smell the top of players, see who could actually <laughs> took a shower and wore deodorant. <laughs> so that's funny. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Christ. Stinky ass people. 
There's a there's a fine line, and they walk that. They they cross it. They don't walk it. They cross it. I was about to say. So yeah, maybe well, maybe that's why Marv Wolfman is such an asshole. He's got to deal with people like that. Smelly people. That's, I mean, if I had to deal with that a lot, I. Mm-mm. Yeah. I went to I went to a smaller con a couple years ago to do a, a panel, and it was like in a hotel ballroom. Uh, the the exhibition hall was like the size of my office here which is not big and all of the creators that were there all four of them were like i don't want to be here and everybody smelled awful oh remember matt when we were at mesa con and we were walking through the halls remember how bad it was yeah you were like fuck (laughs) this is crazy are you guys gonna shut this place down for like a week and let it air out after we're done with it they should do like they did the what's his name is Super Troopers and they're spraying them with water and delousing them, throwing the fucking and they'll just throw they can just, yeah they can just throw like soap at them and like spray them with water. That's gonna be the new security checkpoint. <laughs> you can have whatever you want in the bag, but we're gonna spray you down for a little bit. So instead of like you know you go to the airport and you fucking they 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 do the air on you to. When they scan you to see if you have bombs on you, though you walk through there and you you hold your arms out and they spray you with the order or cologne, and then you walk through. That should be that. That should be part of the admittance fee. <laughs> and then, oh, then everybody's gonna smell, smell like Axe deodorant, which is worse. You smell yeah. like <laughs> Axe and is B- not and Axe B- is not a. Uh, a deodorant substitute. It does it not smell, smell like a high school sophomore who just smoked their first joint. Like, oh, I gotta cover it up. Listen, I give people some some leeway here in the summer because it's hot and you're walking around Phoenix Comic Con, especially in the years it was 110 degrees. Oh, the worst. I, I give people some leeway. Yeah, you're gonna sure. get a little swamp ass, but mm-hmm. when you get a dude and you you look like his his hair is so greasy he needs to change the oil in it. Like he had to wash his hair in like six months, and he looks like Pigpen with a just a a cloud of dirt coming off him. That's yeah, a that's literal cool. cloud. Yeah. yeah, no, it's bad. And you can smell someone three aisles over, and it ruins your browsing experience. <laughs> I'm gonna grab one of these swords here and go find whatever has died. Yeah, you just point them and go, "Whoa, that motherfucker stinks!" and just follow him with your finger. They should give you a compliment. <laughs> Every con should give you a complimentary gift bag that's wet wipes and deodorant. <laughs> Here you go. We understand it's it's hot out. You know, take care of your swamp ass and put on some deodorant. Remember, I told you I used to work with a guy that was like that. And I remember we fucking we were in our office. I remember I fucking I opened the window and I clamped my little fan to it so it would blow outside, hoping to suck the smell out. It doesn't it's, go anywhere. No. It's Finally, a part of the air now. It's integrated. It's bad. Like, my eyes were watering. And I was like, I was like, hey, boss, I got to talk to you, man. Can you come out here? Hey, dude, I'm going to let you know you fucking stink. <laughs> <laughs> just, I hope you said it to him like that, dude. I just want you to know you fucked. I did. I said that, man. I was like, you fucking stink, dude. No you, offense, you smell like a possum died in a skunk's asshole. All right, no offense, though. He's like, he's like, I'm not. I said, I'm not trying to be a dick. 
I'm not saying anything. I'm just being fucking really honest. You fucking stink, dude. I remember oh. when you called me and told me that. I laughed for about five minutes straight. <laughs> I was like, you need to go home. You need to wash your clothes. You need to take a shower. And I said... Um, every I said, morning. Every morning. And I was like, <laughs> "And if, if you feel the need that you start stinking on the way to work, then you should bring an additional set of clothes and change when you get here. <laughs> I was like, I'm not trying to be a dick, dude. I'm just... It it just it makes it really hard to sit like eight feet away from you. I also feel like like you you might be like not trying to be a dick, but your mom's a bitch. All right, not yeah. trying to be a dick though. Well, at that point, you're you're kind of you gotta if you're that dude, you gotta be like, well, at least he's telling me. If it's that bad, I'd rather have somebody say something. No, I, like yeah, he <laughs> no, wasn't true. He wasn't mad. He wasn't no. like like he was like. He didn't – he honestly, he did not know he stinked, which I think is a fucking lie. I still think no, he's a fucking liar. People don't care. There's somebody I know who I used to work with who we called CP. We, it stood for crap pants. Did, oh, you, did, did he fart in the meeting? No, it was, it was crap pants, and then the 13 was for how many times you saw skid marks on his, his khaki pants. Oh no. Yeah, and he didn't care. Like one day I walked up to him and I was like, "Yo, dude, I just got to tell you, you got a shit streak coming through your pants. You might want to go take care of it." He's like, "Yeah, I know." And he didn't do it. He didn't care. What the hell? It's like they're oblivious to it or they just don't care. Look, I'm Fuck I'm it. a sad person too, but that's too far. <laughs> I'm here for you, man. Like it just that's bad. I feel like we've alienated our community enough for one episode because <laughs> no no we didn't alien no, it's i'm like, sorry if, if someone shits on themselves they don't deserve to be a part of a community that's true it's true it's, but it's, it's just a hint we're, we're just we're putting shit out there for people to absorb and understand that's what we're doing yeah. it's like a public service that we're doing like like so now you know like you know, being a bigger guy, you you know the minute you're like, you know, you turn real quick and you're like, oh man, I smell like I can smell some ass or you smell a little ball sweat. You're like, all right, I need to take a shower. I don't understand how you go. Eh, maybe I'll take care of that in three or four days. <laughs> I mean, it's still brown, right? Like, it's two tone. You know, it's a <sighs> wearing the same pair of underwear more than two days in a row. You turn them inside out. <laughs> yeah, right. You can only turn them inside out once. <laughs> Forwards, backwards, and inside out. Three days, right there. You let them sit outside and get the, the, the sun. The sun gives it like a nice, fresh smell to it. <laughs> Jay says, see that guy? His name is Kyle. He's going to tell you you fucking stink. <laughs> but nicely. <laughs> In his boner sweatpants. <laughs> My boner sweatpants. I'm really going to ask you to sign something. <laughs> but they're washed and they're clean and they smell like... Uh, Febreze. But he's not being a dick. <laughs> but I'm not being a dick. I'm just I'm not just saying, I'm just saying. And then he used to like I used to make fun of this kid too at work because he would he would not only shit his pants, but he would stink really bad and he would make himself he would spray axe to try and cover it up. So then he smell like shit cover and axe. Yeah, <laughs> he tried to cover it up. And now he would, like, you smell like a on bro on a bender. Well, he would spray it on himself, and the way he would spray it, it would come out looking like he had Superman's crest on his shirt because it was like stained his shirt. 
shoes like a tagger. Yeah. <laughs> it was terrible. Hey, man. The House of L stands for hope, and he hoped that people would just let go of the smell. <laughs> the S is for stink. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's uh, fucking funny. There are some smelly motherfuckers. I love, I love this community to death, but there are uh-huh. some smelly motherfuckers out there. Yes, you fucking stink. My I word, love you, but to- take a goddamn shower before you go to the con. Take a goddamn shower. You know what? And then you know what? You take for the four days of the con, take a shower every day, and I don't give a fuck what you do for the rest of the year. Pretend you have water powers and you're just in there fighting people you can't see. You're fighting the soap monster and it's getting you all laughed up. You're getting soapy. Make make a game you of it. Install shower stations at Phoenix Cup God. <laughs> <laughs> They were going to, and then they put that big ass PlayStation truck in the middle of the floor, so they had nowhere else to put it. <laughs> S is for shit stains in your khakis. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's fucking funny. But yeah, it's it's it, it's insane how people don't realize. I think you just get used to the funk. I guess you become immune to it. Like immune is a word. I don't know if I would use it, but it is a word. You get nose. What is it? They call it nose blindness. Yes. <laughs> we just don't smell osmia. Yeah, she get nose blind. That's fucked. Jesus Christ! You fucking stink. <laughs> I'm not trying to be a dick, but you fucking stink, dude. If, when I when I publish my comic and if I'm fucking signed, if the kid takes off. And I'm signing autographs at a con, and some kid walks up to me. I'd be like, "Here you go. Here's your autograph. By the way, you fucking stink. Just, just right. Too stinky. <laughs> Take a shower, stinky. I feel like you guys are gonna have a panel next year, just called "Dude, you fucking stink," where you guys <laughs> just point at people in the room and you fucking stink. It should be an easy nerdcast panel. It, 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 it's, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, you fucking stink. Yes, I'm on board. And oh, it, all of us sit down on the panel and tell you ways that you fucking stink. Eight o'clock tonight, AZ Nearcast presents You Fucking Stink. <laughs> oh, there's a fire alarm. Never mind. <laughs> and then and then you just we'll just we'll continue the panel out in the uh outside. You stink, you stink, you really fucking stink. And you hey, stink you, too. You there over at networks, you smell like dick. <laughs> Thirteen signs that you smell like ass. Hey, Hey, you with the shirt that's two sizes too small. You fucking stink. <laughs> yeah, you're wearing a schmedium when you should be wearing a 3X. <laughs> what the fuck? Brian knows all about that, don't you, Brian? No, no, no. <laughs> I stick to my... I stick to your butt. <laughs> I stick really? to my button-down plaids. <laughs> yeah. And my dog needs her Rick Simpson oil. <laughs> yes, I do give my dog marijuana. That's fine. You do what you got to do, man. Give it to the cats every once in a while. Yeah, that's great, man. Everybody should take it, including your cats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Dog needs to get high. <laughs> it works great, let me tell you, man. You can definitely tell when she takes it. My dog needs to smoke a J. <laughs> it's the only time she looks like she has thumbs. Yeah, so, so real quick. 
you know, I've talked about this a little bit, but I, I, my dog has a, a cancer, a form of cancer where she gets these tumors, yada, yada, yada. So anyways, uh, I started giving her this, uh, it's called Rick Simpson oil for all you out there. Take a look at it. It'll fucking blow you away. Cancer does, uh, uh, or marijuana does cure cancer. Uh, chemo is a racket. So anyways, look up Rick Simpson oil, but it's this, it's this stuff they, you know, that you, you basically take a, uh, a, a rice sized piece of this, um, resin and eat it or, you know, whatever. And it fucking gets you blasted. So I decided, okay, I'm just going to take half of that and give it to my dog. Yeah. That was a little too much. please tell the story so i look over at my dog and she's just chilling there looking at me like she's got a smile and uh and that lasted about two days yeah i need some some of that because my dog needs to chill the fuck out yeah yeah so but you know what so i said you know what it looks like it's working so i'm gonna continue to give it to her so every night she gets a little bit of rick simpson oil and uh your vet backs that up you she's got gonna, it. You're, you're going to decide to cut her off, and she's going to walk up with it, scratching her scratching her shoulders, going, hey, hey, Brian. You can already hear her screaming at him in the background. Yeah, she, it's, it's time. It's time. How often do you find her just staring at walls looking for answers? Every night, man. It's fucking <laughs> great. It's great. So, I mean. I got, but she, I, can, I got a Happy Meal. Trade me. Yeah. I mean, for, for the first couple of times, like, She's one of those dogs that you try to hide a pill and like at a treat and she'll figure it out. And she could tell that, you know, oh, this shit smells, doesn't smell like a treat. You know, it smells like weed. So she didn't want to eat it. Well, now she's it's like the greatest treat in the world. So I think well, she's yeah. got a little bit of an idea of what she's eating. So. so she has a bad trip and she's like, am I a good girl? <laughs> yeah. Where did that tennis ball go? <laughs> I'm a cat. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I've become what I hate. You probably smoke too much if you can understand what she's thinking. Why does yeah. my, that, I don't think that's possible. Why does my tail keep wagging? Stop wagging. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not saying that I talk for my cats when they stare off in the space, but I definitely do that. <laughs> I think the greatest thing ever with cats is the way that they handle catnip. I think that's probably the oh, coolest thing amazing. I've ever seen. And, and on top of, and then the next step of that is watching jaguars eat ayahuasca vines. And <laughs> that is so. such an aggressive escalation <laughs> on both fronts. <laughs> Domestic ha- domesticated house cat jaguar. Yeah. It blew me away. Like somebody goes, yeah, you know how cats eat catnip and trip out on it? Jaguars do the same shit with uh, ayahuasca vines and they trip out and they go eat it, you know, like once every night. And there's videos on it on YouTube. And sure as shit, there were videos of jaguars tripping on DMT. So I'm going to look at this. Yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. So. Joe Rogan made me look at fucking cats that eat lettuce, so... <laughs> i love I mean, the next one is how cats freak out over cucumbers like what the fuck is that i never thought that was a thing no gotta love youtube and i derail the show again so carry on <laughs> right you're good and you're full of knowledge the more you know yeah <laughs> oh man so I got kind of a story I guess I should tell. 
it has nothing to do with cats or getting high or anything. Oh. But I know I'm gonna I'm gonna bring the show down. Yeah, but you thought you were coming on the show to talk comics, huh, Anthony? Oh, I didn't know we were having an intervention. Okay, <laughs> no, we're doing all kinds of shit. But like most of you know, I bought a car a couple weeks ago. I bought a I bought a new Volkswagen, and this is my first automatic that I've ever owned. So that I'm in I'm in the world of automatic. So my car has, and and. I know this is going to sound dumb, but my car has like an echo mode, a normal mode, a sport mode. And I'm sure most automatics have this, but this, this is all new to me. And, uh, so I've been playing with it. So I, I put it in sport mode. And, uh, so I was like, so when you put it in sport mode, it like, it makes it sound mean. I can hear that. I can hear the fucking turbos. And it fucking sounds like I have this muscle car, right? So I've been zipping around town in this sport mode thinking I'm fucking cool because my car sounds mean. So what, what I've been doing is so I'll pull up to a fucking red light, right? And I'll take off because, you know, it's kind of like a Fast and Furious thing. I think I think everybody can hear my car going all deep and mean like. So what I'm Googling, so what I find out is, and my car has a, uh, a thing called a sound actuator. Oh, great. I know it's, where this is going. It's called a soundicator, which soundicator is German for sound actuator. So what it is, is it's a speaker. <laughs> speaker <laughs> hold on. The speaker is bolted to the firewall of my car. So what it does is when I put it in sport mode, it gives the cabin of my car, the cockpit of my car, the inside of my car, the sound of a mean, rumbly engine. Oh my god! To make, to that make, is a dad car. To make, I mean, I I bought a Volkswagen Golf GTI. I bought a fucking, <sighs> I bought a two hundred and twenty horsepower car, and a fucking, which was pretty much like a go kart. You know what I mean? I mean, don't get me wrong. Sport. But it, it's a fast car. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's fucking. It's a fucking fun car to drive. But so what? So what I was doing was I was driving around thinking I was a Fast and the Furious, and everybody can hear me going. And what really happened is it's a speaker, and nobody can hear me. So I'm taking off thinking I'm cool, and I'm actually my car is just completely silent driving around. So for two weeks now, I've been thinking I'm a badass. So I tell my wife I was like, "Yeah, it's a fucking speaker." She's been laughing at me for fucking three days. <laughs> pointing and laughing at me you think you're so fucking cool like I was making my kid I was making my son get in the car with me so we could drive around and sound cool <laughs> and, I feel like yeah I, I real. I mean I fucking I was like I really felt like I was like the fast and the furious man so I'm fucking driving. that's fucking bullshit man what a joke that that they have to do that now where they fake us out Mustangs, that's, that's but really Mustangs, sad. It, it is sad though. But like Mustangs do it, the Mustangs put it in their tail. I pipes. know it sounds so stupid. It's cheating. And I was like, yeah, and I, I yeah, pretty much Tim. I did. I done played myself. I was I feel like that's how we're gonna feel when this nerd bubble bursts and we're not cool anymore. 
So now, like, I refuse to even put my car in sport mode because it's fake. It's a and fake. And to throw onto his wife, he called me one day telling me about this, too. And he fucking, <laughs> he's like, can you hear my car? <laughs> yeah. So I'm, yeah, and, and, and you can hear it. It's loud in the car. So I was like, hey, look, listen to it. Watch. <laughs> it's a speaker. So, so I was so pissed and mad. I went into my car and I was digging around the engine trying to find this soundicator because I was going to soundicate it the fuck out of my fucking car. Because that's how pissed off I was at it. And then he remembered he doesn't know how to work on cars, so he just and shut the hood and went back inside. Pretty much. <laughs> Cried and watched Jared Leto movies. I did. I, I, put on, I put on 30 Seconds to Mars in my car and just wept. <laughs> so much better when you hear it with the... Oh man, I thought it was so cool for like, I, like I the guy at the bus stop. I'd be like, like take off because I thought he'd be like, damn, that's a badass sounding fucking Volkswagen Golf. Yeah, Volkswagen must be modified, bro. Oh man, what the a Volkswagen must be modified, bro. I'm a fucking asshole. I suck. They sure as hell didn't tell me that when I was fucking test driving it. Listen to that. <laughs> no, that they didn't make it not sell the car. <laughs> they, now I know why they were trying to sell it to me so hard and they fucking, they dropped the price so low. We got They sell laughed you. and high-fived when you left the lot that day. They did. <laughs> you <laughs> put it in sport mode. <laughs> that guy's listening to a speaker. <laughs> oh, what a fucking schmuck I am. That's okay. It's and right I, at least now. you don't fucking stink. I do not. Well, yes, you and do. I, I assume I'm nowhere near you, so I have zero clue. Kyle, no. Brian, and I talked about this in a group in a in a private chat before the show started, and you be, we, you quit being a goddamn liar. We decided that we're going to have an <laughs> intervention tonight with you, and we got to let you know that you you fucking stink. That's why Brian got off for three to four minutes. Yep. When you when you sweat, you smell like whiskey. Hey, that, <laughs> that was only at San Diego Comic-Con. But not like good whiskey, like plastic bottle whiskey. Oh, no, no. I don't drink plastic bottle whiskey. No, no, That's sir. fine. You sweat other things, though. No, no. I sweat awesome whiskey. Crown Royal. The mid, <laughs> mid-level whiskey. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> lately, it's been Bullet. <laughs> Today, it is Crown. Tomorrow, tomorrow at school... I will be sweating Crown Royal. Damn. And I can't take my, and I can't take my car back because I signed a piece of paper that said I can't take my car back. <laughs> Tim says, Well, you're still friends with Rob Liefeld. <laughs> <laughs> we can both drive in my car going bruh, bruh. both look cool together. One can't draw feet and the other one thinks his car sounds badass. At least my seats are plaid. There you go. It always comes back to plaid. (laughs) Yep, plaid seats, plaid ankle weights. It's fucking just the way it is. Keep on trucking. Keep on living the fucking dream. Someone watched Home Improvement and really liked Al. (laughs) Yeah. Howdy, neighbor. So apparently they're bringing the Doom Patrol to Titans. Yeah, and Brendan Fraser's career back. Well, oh, that that poor guy. 
I don't know how excited I am for that. He looks pretty fucking rough. I'm I'm just saying Doom Patrol in general. Like I'm I'm excited for Swamp Thing, not so much Harley Quinn. All these dudes look rough. If you look at Chris Klein from American Pie. He's Cicada in the fucking Flash TV show. It's true, and he looks rough. Yeah, and then um, this fucking the dude who's playing Bane. I only know him from a fucking a Walk to Remember, and he even looks rough. Well, that may not all be him. So maybe they're all some costuming. I mean, poor Brandon Fraser may look rough, but all these like '90s stellar heartthrobs look rough now. It's true. It's been a long time since Monkey Bone. Yeah. Or some obscure one I can think of. Fighting the Mummy. Oh yeah, (laughs) movie The Mummy. I don't know if if it's. I I wasn't excited for Titans, so I was surprised by it. So maybe I'll be surprised by Doom Patrol. I really do hope that Swamp Thing is going to be good, though. I I'm looking forward to that. I think that's going to be excellent. If they do it right. Yes, if they do it right. It's so easy to just make that. But they made, like, it was. It would have been easy for them to make uh, Hawk and Dove into just joke characters on Titans, and they definitely didn't do that. They're badasses. There's, there's something about Swamp Thing, though, that I think uh, m- the majority of the time anybody deals with Swamp Thing, especially lately, they know you can only do it in short spurts but there you have to do every time you have to do it good so <laughs> all this the swamp thing stuff that's happened recently has been excellent and yeah. it's because we aren't overran by it but that's one of those iconic characters that isn't known as a tr- as iconic unless you know you 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 know the history of it and they're, gonna, right. they're just you're you all think you're getting a new swamp thing show they're just going to do reruns of the 90s Swamp Thing show. No. And they'll just superimpose Constantine in every once yeah. in a while. Yep. He's too busy flying around time with the legends. fucking legends. Yeah. Any of you guys uh, see the uh, Capullo Swamp Thing stuff? Uh, I've, I've seen the stuff that he like posted on Instagram in the past, but I haven't seen anything new. It was supposed to be part of that uh, the Walmart books that their DC's doing. Oh yeah! So I haven't had a chance to pick it up, but man, it's gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. So everything he, he told is good. He told the story at one of the panels that they did in Phoenix this past year, where he's like, "I want to do Swamp Thing. I want to do Swamp Thing." And DC's like, "You can totally do Wonder Woman." And then they saw his <laughs> Swamp Thing stuff, and they're like, "We want you to do Swamp Thing." Yeah, yeah. And that, that's a character, I think, that... I prefer Marvel's version of Swamp Thing. Yeah, Man-Thing. Man-Thing. Oh, especially <laughs> that giant size? side run, huh? Mm-hmm. giant size Man-Thing, huh? Oh, God. I wanted Man-Thing to be so good with the R.L. Stein run, and then I remembered R.L. Stein is R.L. Stein. Yeah, right? <laughs> He's good until you're about 12 years old. Uh-huh. Goosebumps is very good as a nostalgia. Yes, it is real hard to watch after Mm-mm-mm. so it sounds like we're going to get a uh, Avengers 4 trailer before the end of the year hopefully that'd be nice as we, as we should you've been, you've been 
Have you read the spoiler stuff that's come out about it or that's floating around the internet? I've tried to avoid it. I mean, you can say it if you need to. God damn it! I mean, everything that I'm reading pretty much confirms that Jeremy Renner is coming back. Oh, yeah, he's Ronan for 100%. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so Ant-Man's going to be there too, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'd assume assume everybody's going to be in it. It's supposed to be the last Avengers. And supposedly it shows like um, Hulk training to fight Thanos. Hmm. And then that Tony and uh, Tony and Ant Man are going in the quantum zone and going through time to to try and change the events of the the snap. See, the thing I'm worried about is it seems like it could be real easy to do way too much. In that it's supposedly four years have passed since the the ending of Infinity War. And Gamora's soul is still in the Soul Stone, but she's still alive. Yeah, she's in the Soul Stone. That's one of the theories is that he's inside the Soul Stone at the end of that movie. I'd assume, like, it, if they go by some of the, the comics, like the Duggan run was where Gamora is looking for her soul and trying to get back to the Soul Stone to do it. Makes sense. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of fan theories going around too that if you look hard enough, when at the end during the the Easter egg at the end of Ant Man Wasp, when he's in the um, quantum zone, and then you see the finger snap, oh. he, all the, all of the Infinity Stones are in there behind him. Oh, I need to look at that. But yeah, and uh, they've they've started floating around. Um, photos of pepper Potts in the rescue armor yeah that book shot up Ooh. it's a 50 50 to 75 dollar book for the of course that, that book right now so so yeah if you all have that book all kinds of crazy stuff going on with that movie right now better and strong so I mean, so it, it, the I always get weary with with Avengers because sometimes they do way too much, and it's it it feels it it like a weekend at Ultron's instead of an Age of Ultron. Because I guess it, they're <laughs> saying that it opens up with Captain America and Tony reuniting in Wakanda, and Wakanda's being run by Umbaku now sure. because Kachala's dead. Spoiler, Spoiler alert for for <laughs> Black Panther two. Spoiler alert! I would love if they if they if they changed the script and played it where they ended up not having to beat Thanos, but Thanos kind of like in some way became like a good guy. I don't know. I know that sounds kind of weird, but I always liked how that kind of became the thing in the actual comics. Mm -hmm. And I know they're playing pretty heavy on that right now, but uh, it would be cool if they did that because. I think when they flipped the script on the reason Thanos was doing it instead of, you know, the way he did it in the comics, you had a little bit more, you know, you actually didn't think he was a big asshole as he was. That would be kind of cool to play him off not as, you know, the complete terror. Make that would be cool. about him. Have you seen the, uh, the photos of Tom Holland in the Spider-Man, far, the new costume for Far From Home? It looks very Miles Morales-y. It almost it almost looks like the, um, it almost looks like the Superior Spider-Man costume. 
Oh yeah. Well, I know they that stealth thing went pretty crazy because of that picture, right? They everybody was saying it was the stealth costume. Well, oh yeah. This is a different. This is his actual red and blue suit. It's oh been redesigned. It's a darker blue, and like they changed a little bit. It almost looks like the superior, the superior Spider-Man. It almost looks yeah like it's a, it's a black and red instead of a blue and red. It's a very deep mm-hmm. blue. Like he should have claws at the end of his gloves, yep. <laughs> which I wouldn't hate. I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio. Yeah, I am get, too. I. Uh, Mysterio could go very, very well or very, very terrible. I think Mysterio is a very underused vi- a villain, and he can mm-hmm. kick ass, man. Oh, I yeah. really love how they used him in, in Old Man Logan, the original Old Man Logan run. That was genius. Oh, yeah. Um, I love when villains are really sinister like that, and sinister in a bowl. different way. They have to fishbowl head him. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> That's that's why I like the the whole. I mean, I think Aquaman looks terrible. Other than Black Manta part, Black Manta, it did. It was so cool how they just kept it like Black Manta. You know, they even though that costume's kind of weird, we're not going to change it. And yeah. I think that's the best part about that Aquaman trailer is Black Manta. So hopefully they won't change up the way Mysterio is supposed to look. Yeah, the Black Manta costume is cool. The only thing I hope for Aquaman, without getting off topic, uh, is that they don't just make Mira damsel again. I know, I know. Well, they give I, you a shot of him in the Aquaman suit at the end of the trailer. I know, but they just way underutilize Mira. Yeah. yeah. Well, in the extended trailer, you get the full, like, ten minutes of her just, like, running from rooftop to rooftop. Uh, so... She was a badass out on trailers. She was a badass in I think it was the the fifty two run that she was really utilized. Oh yeah, that was uh, one of the few good parts about that run. Her title was was pretty solid. It wasn't great, but it wasn't it wasn't bad. They kind of got her men or her like extreme rage. I think the best part is still when she would became a red lantern during darkest night. Yes. Yes. That was so one of the best good. things to come out of 52 is that the new 52 really went a long way to reestablish Aquaman as a fucking badass. Instead yeah. of oh, stuff. thank God too, because then you got the animated movie with the uh, uh, throne of Atlantis. That was like, finally, yes. he's not the boat of a joke. Yeah. You talk to fish. Fag. <laughs> Does he poop? Yeah, but little strings from the back. <laughs> I'm excited. Like I'm, I'm finally, I finally feel like Marvel movies are starting to understand how to do villains. Like, well, especially like oh, yeah. Wilson Fisk in the Daredevil oh, TV show. Oh my god! So I good. like him way more this season. Yes. And well, it's also they really they killed it by who they cast. I mean, even in the the very. The, the casting of that role is 110% one of the best castings that's happened it's, in the comic book world, you know, television or movie world in a long time. So, see, and I get that, like, he's talented, but like the voice that he used, it grated on me for a while. It was just so breathy that I was just like, I can't, it, it got to me real bad. But this season, I don't really care. I hope that they actually pull him over into some type of spider-verse thing well i would love to see him be pulled over in 
Yeah, like you said in the movies, along with um, John Bernthal as Frank Castle. I think they oh, should they, they should bring everybody together. I think that uh, uh, Matt, whatever his name is, that plays Daredevil is great casting too. Oh, Charlie Cox. Yeah, Charlie Cox. Yeah. So I heard there's rumors I, that they're going to cancel Daredevil too. Well, they uh, better he said, not. He said that there's been he has not heard about a season four yet, but there's no way they're canceling Daredevil. Daredevil. That's their flagship. Yeah, and that show is exploded. It, no one, everyone's talking about that show. Not like Iron Fist and Jessica Jones and garbage. Yeah, because because Iron Fist. Jessica Jones and Luke Cage, they're all kind of like, like comic nerds knew who they were, but Daredevil knew people knew who Daredevil was because of Ben Affleck's terrible movie. And they're like, Oh, well this looks better. Jessica Jones was good though. I'm sorry. I I like the first season way better than I like the second season. Well, yeah, because it missed the the purple man. So I agree, but I still think even the second season was good. Oh, it's so good. But I, I also enjoyed the second season of Iron Fist. So did I. I agree. I agree. Here's but the thing Iron Fist I is also my number one. Like, Where I think they screwed up is they should never have had Luke Cage and Iron Fist have separate shows. They should have debuted no. them in Heroes for Hire. Yes. Absolutely. Because Danny needs Luke Cage to be the funny Danny that we love. Yes. And Cage needs to bounce off of that. And now Cage is a criminal? Yeah, yeah right. With a question mark. Yeah, I, I feel like that. <laughs> that's how they're gonna segue into as into he's the new crime, the new crime boss of uh, yeah, Harlem. Harlem. Yeah, they gotta do something. But I hope Jessica Jones doesn't get canceled, and we haven't Are heard anything about Punisher. They they haven't confirmed or denied it. I they they keep talking about like oh well Heroes for Hire is one way Daughters of the Dragon which I would be super fine with Missy and Colleen were probably the best part of Iron Fist. I think I think you're gonna see it. You'll you'll see it rebooted as Heroes for Hire on Marvel's on that's the Disney I, streaming app. Yeah, I, uh, I think that's perfect. I figured that's yeah. why they're canceling all of them. It's just. Because they're just going to transfer everything over eventually. And Disney probably came back with a price that was like, you can keep these characters, but here it is. And they're like, oh, God, no. You could put them on your channel. Thank you very much. Yep. I Have think, a good one. I just think Daredevil, man, is is so it's so profitable for them. I don't think. Oh, yeah. I don't think they, they let go of Daredevil so easily. Why? Well, here's the thing. Profitable. Every- People aren't. You think there's. More people are subscribing to Netflix to absolutely to just to watch Daredevil with the talk it's getting. It wouldn't shock me. I think but there's now a lot the of qu- people that come back to Netflix to watch and like binge these series, and then they cancel it. Makes sense because you know you know there's a lot of times where I go to watch Netflix. I'm like, man, it's really hard to try and find a movie on here, but then. What, like right now, Sabrina, the Strange Adventures are the Sabrina that. which is exploding. Like you're like the fifth person today, Kyle, that's told me about it because I watch Riverdale. You need to watch it, and people are like, "Oh man, Sabrina!" And I'm like, "Okay." And then, it, like Daredevil, dude, I was all about Daredevil. Like I watched the first episode last Friday, and I, I couldn't stop. Like I binged the entire thing in one day. Can we agree that the nun is the best character? Yeah. So good. And I feel so bad for Foggy all the time. <laughs> what, what episode are you on? Uh, we just finished eight. 
so you, oh shit, I don't know if you know the twist. Of no, it. I do, I do. Okay, okay. That's where we stopped, and I was just like, oh no, but I can't. I gotta wake yeah, up yeah, yeah. for work. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I saw that after someone who hasn't watched yet, Kyle. No, I know. I'm only like an episode four. But I like that they're they're going with the they're loosely going with the born again storyline. Like it's mm-hmm. they had to that storyline. The whole, all the Frank Miller stuff is just too strong not to. I mean, they started with Man Without Fear. Yeah. But there's so that, many there's so many iconic Daredevil runs out there that are done by so many different people that they could they can keep this show going forever. They they can pull stuff on it. No problem. Have Kevin Smith come in and do his run. Right? Well, you know what? That that whole series, starting with the Kevin Smith, the, the David Mack stuff was a little iffy, but then mm-hmm. they hit Bendis and Bendis went for so long. And even the Brewbaker stuff was killer. When yeah. you know I mean, I love Brew anything that has Brewbaker's name on it. Yeah. So I agree with you. That was a great storyline to 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 do. I just, I, I got to be honest. I really hope I don't want to see the um, the whole uh, um, Karen Page fall. I don't want to see that. Oh, go her moving to L.A. Yeah, I don't want to see her becoming. You know what? I think she, what ended up happened to her in the she, comics. That wasn't. She's cool. way more established in the show than she ever was in the. And comics, that's why so. I don't want to see it. I really yeah. loved her character in the show, so I don't. Yeah, I don't think that. they would do it. And I know that's a big, that's such a big storyline uh, in the book, in the comics, and and for Daredevil in general. But I still don't want to see it. And I, I think there's it. so much more on the table that they can do. Like Typhoid Mary could be brought into Daredevil now. Yes. And I like that they don't give you, they don't put bull, bullseye in some stupid ass costume. Oh God, yes. Like yes, you, they did that see, perfectly. You see his little symbol. Well, twice, but once really when it's on a, like a baseball cap. Oh, the flashback thing. Yeah, I thought that was such an amazing episode. The way so that was good. shot. I love Netflix is really good at getting into the psyche of their characters, and like those episodes are so good. But when they when you first see him, and I, I was watching that scene, I'm like nobody in the Marvel universe shoots like that. There's one person. If they do not make that that person, I'm gonna be very angry. Yeah, he's like ricocheting bullets off of things, and yeah, when he like takes a gun and dismantles it and like chucks it at the dude's head, it sticks in his throat. Yeah, crazy. So, so brutal. Good. So that's good. The, that's the one book that still eludes me to this day that I just I've had the worst luck with finding as being like one of those white whales that you gotta find. That first appearance of uh, Daredevil Bullseye is. Uh, has been that one book for me and i was kind of bummed out that they were going to put them in the series because i was worried that it was going to make that that book become way out of reach um i don't think that's happened yet but i think uh it could happen if they continue you know so i really love where they're going i just don't want to see that book go sky high now, if Daredevil gets a season four, we've seen an escalation of hallway fights every season. Where the oh, hell yeah. do you go from here? Yeah. I like, well, this one, this one almost had two. This one pretty much had two of them. The whole think, episode, it was just yeah. all hallways. Yeah, Different I, I, hallways. I, dude, the, my two favorite fights in this season are the, the one in the hospital and then the, the one in the church. Oh, that one's good, too. Uh, no, that, the prison one's great, though. Yeah, the prison one was good. 
I get tired of it though. I'll be honest. It's kind of one of those things that I'm like, eh, it's kind of become cheesy. That's fair. I've gotten to the point where I'm at now where I just keep saying, Matt, stop making poor decisions. Sit yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Yeah. But I like how Foggy has taken, he's taken more of a center stage in this season. Good. He he's should. Not, he's not sitting back as, as much as he did in previous seasons. Yeah. No, Foggy's great in this season. And just, just I'm glad that they gave him more screen time. Just don't mention anything about the Mighty Ducks to him and you'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> you'll get a nasty look from across you, the room. you get a dirty-ass look. That's how I start every conversation with anybody I meet, is have you seen Mighty Ducks? <laughs> no, so, well, he's referencing that because at San Diego Comic-Con, we were looking for something to do and we were next to Planet Hollywood. And that the actor that plays Foggy Nelson was sitting on the porch on the patio talking to a buddy drinking a beer and it would just like daredevil season one had just come out and everyone's like oh foggy nelson foggy nelson and i turn around and i'm that jack it's like dude it's fulton for mighty ducks and, <laughs> and he turned to me real quick and like shot me just the nastiest look like he just mean mugged the shit out of me and i was like i'm gonna oh. call keenan thompson and we're gonna fight about <laughs> this i was like oh obviously that's a sore spot I, th- I would think that would be like something he was proud of, man. That was a great role. Right? Yeah. I still go back and watch Mighty Ducks every once in a while. It still holds up. I don't know. It's heartbreaking to know what gold ha- what's happened to Goldberg. So. Dude, I don't want to talk about bad. real life. He looks so bad. When I saw his mugshot, I was like, there's no way that's the same guy. Rock bottom. That's a lovely Dude, that's, drug called meth. Yeah, that's, worse than, that's lower than rock bottom. That's like he hit bedrock and then just kept going. <laughs> Like that's bad, dude. They don't even. Yeah, don't it doesn't even look like the same person anymore. <laughs> it's bad, and I'm not talking bad as in cool. No. Oh, thanks for cracking that code. You're yeah. welcome. You're welcome. Uh, I thought you were making another dick joke. That guy looks like a big dick. Oh, well, not so much a joke, more blatant. But all right, I like where your head's at. <laughs> See, that's a dick joke. Uh-huh. <laughs> you just got a, you just got a ah. lesson from a comedian. Yeah, right. that's right. I'm bringing the A game now that we're in hour two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all warmed up now. Yeah. Uh, well, we can. We can coming end, off. We can end it there. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh no, my power. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I need validation or I don't exist. Well, uh, before we end it, I just want to do a quick plug. Uh, no, you do not plug stuff on our show. <laughs> I have to. I have no, to. You, you cannot plug anything. Uh, you, you have to get it cleared you, first. Are you yeah. talking the flip side? Did you guys read Rejected? Did you guys see that book yet? I don't know if you know. guys know about that book. Uh-uh. So it's it's a little indie book. Um, let me see here. I'm gonna see the uh, the uh, who put it out publisher. Um, Maybe I got it in my my preview copies. Today. I'm totally going to uh, edit to this play out. 
just play yeah. the Simpsons like technical difficulties. Uh, uh, yeah. So anyway, I think it's Source Point Press. So anyways, um, it's 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 a big book. It's part of the uh, we've talked me and we've talked about this before a couple of times. Um, the CBSI Top Ten. It's it was been one of the books that's been on the CBSI Top Ten list the past couple weeks. Um, it's a little indie book that's kind of become the indie darling. And uh, for anybody out there that finds it, throw it up on eBay. It's they're selling for anywhere for like fifty to seventy dollars um, for the first prints, and even the second prints, I think, are getting like like thirty, forty bucks. But anyways, it's a, it's a, it's a story basically about a young kid who kind of like you know doesn't get along with kids in school, and he's bullied a lot, and he kind of goes into his head, and he's got these characters in his head that are kind of like you know creepy monster guys that he he kind of. Um, let's get out type deal. It's a, it's a really good book. Um, the art is a little, uh, for some people out there that are art snobs, it's not, not great, but the story is killer. Um, it's a really, it's a really good story. And, um, on November 5th, we're going to have, uh, the author's stand, um, let me get his name right here. Uh, Stan Kanopka on the show flip side. So if you guys get a chance and you guys like that book, Check it out, and uh, hopefully Matt doesn't edit this out. So, thank you, James. You fucking plugging that show on. <laughs> Did nobody tell him he was on mute the entire time? Yeah, no, <laughs> nobody told him. I, that's supposed to be quiet. God damn it! Ah, sorry. <laughs> Jay says, "Have you all seen that new comic, dude? You fucking stink." It's a hot <laughs> new shit. <laughs> no, I won't Dude, plug that. The callback king. I won't edit that out. I, I think I've seen the post on CBSI. Yeah, it's a really good book. It's got a really creepy cover. Um, You're just saying that because you're interviewing them next no, week. No, no. It's, it's, Whatever. It's one, of, it's one of the few books I've actually read, uh, new books I've read in the past couple months. So Somebody's catering. You're, yes, you're nice sir. enough to show up and give more than 30%, so I won't. You, you got it. I, I should. I, at this I point, edit that out. At this point, I've, <laughs> I've done more Absolute Geek shows than I've done uh, Flipside, considering <laughs> we only do it every two weeks, so. Because you're on the premiere podcast. Amen. Amen. And you're not watching the Dodgers get beat by the fucking Red Sox. Oh, fucking A. Too bad it's baseball and I could care less unless it's got a puck. You're not watching the Coyotes get the shit smacked out of them again. Yeah, I'll watch that after we're done. <laughs> I, I, real quick, I hate to say it because I, I love hockey so much and I, I'm the coyotes fans you know because i have to be i watched the game last night on tv and there was literally probably 25 percent of the crowd in that stadium it was so bad to watch like glass seats empty 90 oh, percent oh, of this oh, was it because yeah. people were leaving no. no joke i get i get emails every week for tuesday and thursday games 25 20 bucks. 25 yeah. bucks on the glass yes it's sad and like baller seats for 25 bucks and, and people out there you really got to know it's it's there's nothing better than a live hockey game especially when you can get that close to hear uh, uh the the hockey players uh, you know chirp each other is absolutely special and you'll enjoy it more than any other sport you'll go to maybe uh-huh. other than like like UFC fight or something so absolutely, absolutely. if hockey you get a chance a lot of fun to see live yes. 
if you get yeah, a chance, I don't even like hockey, but the most fun I ever had was at a lot of games. I yeah. love, I'm a huge football head. I like hockey's my second favorite sport, but I love football and I would much rather go to a hockey game live than a football game. Yeah. So if you get a chance, go support the Coyotes, even go support the ASU. It, a lot of people don't know this, but ASU has a, a team that is now playing in the Division One NCAA. Um, they, uh, Mario Lemieux's son is the freshman on the team this year. They're, that's another fun game to watch because they play in such a small arena. So go support your local hockey teams. That's two that's plugs now. I think you're done. Damn. There we go. The <laughs> now you get one public service back. announcement. He's gotten two. And that's going to be about Hitler. So just wait till the end of the show. Oh, God. He said incoming. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we've been at this long enough, and it's it's been a, an amazing time. I want to thank Anthony for coming on from Read a Comic Book. Why don't you go ahead and take the last few minutes of the show to tell people where they can find you guys, how they can check out um, Read a Comic Book. Yeah. Uh, so we're on iTunes and Google Play. Uh, you can go to readacomicbook.com. Uh, I'll actually be with the Couch Cruncher guys in uh, Tucson at Tucson Comic Con next week. I think that's next week. I should really look at my calendar next, uh, next weekend. Uh, so that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, and then uh, we have our next episode will be out in two weeks where we're going to make fun of the the fantastic four from the nineties. That awful movie it's for free on YouTube. So we're just going to make fun of it. That sounds like a plan to me. Yeah. Better than making fun of bad movies. That's, that's what right. I do all the time. <laughs> We're getting buttered up in the channel. It says AZ's premiere podcast, the crown jewel of AZ Nerdcast. I know. I, I got all just warm and fuzzy. Oh, well, I don't know about the crown jewel because I think everyone everyone that participates in AZ Nerdcast is, is definitely um, worth checking out. And they are a all, jewel, but we are the crown jewel. Yeah, we all bring all right. different things to the table. All right, guys. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. <laughs> just got all small. I'm just going to go now. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not crying, you're crying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me on. This was a blast. Yeah, we appreciate it, man. Yeah, Welcome thanks for coming on. Time. We'll have to have you guys on soon. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll have to plan something. That'll be fun. That we don't plan shit. It's nope. very much like this. <laughs> but just that's what makes it fun. Yeah. Right. <laughs> just right, a reminder sure. to everyone before we get out of here tonight that we are still running our, our giveaway for a free digital copy of Avengers Infinity War. Remember, all you got to do is make sure that you subscribe to us on YouTube, like, comment, and share, and you are entered in a drawing to win a free copy of um, Avengers Infinity War, a free digital copy. We're giving that away next Friday night. Oh, shit. Um, so, yeah, it's you have a chance to win that. And I want to thank everyone who hung out with us tonight in the chat. You guys have been beautiful, and it's been a great time. I want to definitely thank anthony again for joining us um if this is your first time listening to the show and you're doing so on youtube make sure to hit that like and subscribe button leave a comment let us know what you like dislike about the show we definitely appreciate ah. that um if you're listening to us on your favorite podcasting platform make sure you hit that subscribe button and leave us a review it goes a long way as to helping us out in the podcast rankings and for this episode of the absolute Geek podcast i'm matt i'm kyle i'm brian I was Anthony. And we will see you 